WNIJ on the campus of Northern Illinois University in DeKalb. You're listening to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. Sessions is all about showcasing regional and touring musicians and bringing the live concert to you wherever you're tuning in from. Our guests tonight are a brother and sister duo from Chicago. They are Miss Alex and Francis White, and together they are White Mystery. There's always just like this sort of organic sound that just kind of pops out of the, the two of us. You know, we're very open musically, and we also like to play with a lot of different bands from different genres. We'll talk about touring in Japan, a new album, and guitar pedals. But most importantly, we'll hear music from White Mystery that's coming up on Sessions from Studio A after an NPR news update. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson. We're featuring White Mystery tonight. They're a brother-sister duo from Chicago, and they are quite a sight to see live. They both have awesomely huge red curly mops of hair that spend most of their set thrashing around as they headbang to their own brand of self-described American rock and roll. We'll talk with them about their DIY attitude and what it's like spending so much time with your sibling. But first, we'll hear some music. This is White Mystery performing Best Friend on Sessions from Studio A. That's White Mystery performing Best Friend here on Sessions from Studio A. White Mystery is in the studio with me, and uh, guys, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? My name is Miss Alex White. I play guitar and sing in White Mystery. My name is Francis White. I play drums and sing in White Mystery. Now, I'm not even going to bother asking how long you guys have known each other or uh, how you met each other. Uh, where are you guys from? We are brother and sister, and we are born and raised in the city of Chicago on the north side. And how long have you guys actually been playing together as White Mystery? White Mystery started on April 20th, 2008, so this will be the eighth year of the band. 
Now, we just heard you perform Best Friend here in Studio A. Can you explain to us uh, a little bit about that song? Sure. Best Friend is basically based on what Francis and I say to each other all the time is, you're my best friend. But it's also about dogs, I'd say. Yep. Our dog, Devo, man's best friend, our best friend. Woman's best friend. All those fuzzy feelings. And that's a track off a new album you guys are releasing. Can you tell me a bit about the new album? So on April 20th, 2016, White Mystery will release its fifth feature-length album called Out of Control. It's 10 scorching tracks that'll worm their way into your brain and onto your turntable or CD player or iPhone, iPod, digital music device. And streaming platforms. (laughs) And also on late night television on the Carson Daly Show on NBC. And uh, you can find out more about all of our other previous projects. We put out first album, self-titled. Second was Blood and Venom. Third was Telepathic. Then we put out Pupil Power, which was an EP. And then we put out a double record called Double Dragon. And just in 2015, we released a feature-length psychedelic comedy called That Was Awesome and uh, did the soundtrack for that and all the while playing almost 200 shows a year worldwide we toured japan for the first time after touring europe and the uk many times and we are so happy to be back in dekalb where i think we've played corn fest at least twice you guys are busy uh, well, that's great. Along with some of the live performances tonight, we'll uh, catch a track or two off of uh, one of those earlier albums as well. Um, guys, I want to definitely talk with you about uh, some of those things you just mentioned, uh, the Japan tour. Uh, but let's hear another song here. What's up next? The next song, which is called Alien Vision Bomb, is one of those notorious songs that comes from a dream, like an actual dream that Francis had. So when you In listen- Japan. Yeah, in Japan. So when There's you listen, the night we got there, yeah. When you listen to those lyrics, you definitely get a story. All right, I can't wait. Uh, this is White Mystery performing Alien Vision Bomb on Sessions from Studio A. Mystery performing Alien Vision Bomb here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson. White Mystery is in the studio with me. And uh, guys, you were just talking a little bit earlier about uh, all the stuff you've got going on and you're still playing over 200 shows a year. 
Uh, do you guys have management, or are you doing this all yourself? White Mystery is an entirely DIY affair, um, so it is comprised of Francis and me, again, sibling sort of thing. But now, you know, flash forward, we're in our eighth year, and we have an army of interns that work with us because they want to see how is it possible to be a full-time, functional, independent band. It's a very 21st century notion that you can book yourself, do your own press. Um, at the same time, White Mystery does require the community of people, like, for instance, public radio and um, college students and all of our friends who come from different creative industries who really help us a lot. So some people call it DIY, but we like to call it DIT, which means do it together. Nice. I like that. Well, we'll, talk, well I want to ask you a little bit more about how that works. Um, but I actually I want to hear one of these tracks. You brought along um, one of your earlier albums. This is Blood and Venom, which was your second release. I want to hear one of these tracks. This is 1985 off of White Mysteries album Blood and Venom on Sessions from Studio A. <laughs> was White Mystery with 1985. That's a track off one of their earlier albums, Blood and Venom. You can find links to the artists we feature on Sessions from Studio A, along with podcasts and videos, at our website. That's WNIJ.org. More of our session with White Mystery is on the way as Sessions from Studio A continues from WNIJ in DeKalb. You're listening to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, and we're featuring White Mystery tonight. They're the brother-sister duo from Chicago. They're bringing their kind of uh, American rock and roll into our studios in DeKalb. And uh, they are in the studios with me. It's Alex and Francis White. And uh, guys, what's up next year for songs? 
Out of Control is the title track of the album. And uh, it was the original inspiration for the band when we first formed it in April 20th, 2008. Mm-hmm. Out of Control. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. This is White Mystery performing Out of Control on sessions from Studio A. Out of Control. The White Mystery performing Out of Control here on Sessions from Studio A. Um, Guys, uh, you described yourselves as American rock and roll. Did you have any influences uh, that that shaped your sound from the beginning? Was there something that you wanted to try to emulate? For me, it was Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden at the inception of the band, and that stuck with me since. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Francis and I, being siblings, we've played together forever. Um, and we've had a sound develop over that period of time, but there's always just like this sort of, like Francis was saying, organic sound that just kind of pops out of the, the two of us. So there's a lot of bands that we both like, um, and then there's stuff that we like separately too, that we each bring to the table, despite being born and raised under the same roof. Like, uh, I love a lot of bubble gum and Fran loves, you know, insane Nightcore. clown posse and Nightcore. <laughs> So um, we're definitely, you know, we're very open musically, and we also like to play with a lot of different bands from different genres. Being from Chicago, like, we can play with, like, awesome hardcore rap or heavy metal or, like, more, like, light indie stuff, which is always awkward when that we blow the roof off uh, sonically. But um, it's also an evolution, and, you know, being on our fifth album now too we're seeing ourselves grow a lot as songwriters and as musicians and it's interesting because it's more controlled in a way where when we first started the band when I was 22 and Francis was 20 um, it was totally spastic and unhinged and it's actually way harder to play in this more um, controlled out of control way where it's insane, but it's also like trying to replicate the sound of like a heartbeat, you know, and and kind of getting into people through that channel. Okay. Well, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, how you guys are DIY uh, or uh, DIT, do it together. Uh, now, how do you guys find a balance? Obviously, you know, when it's showtime, you're on 100%. Um, and then you've got these off days where you've got a ton of work to do. Um, 
to continue to do all the things you guys do. How do you find a balance there between those two um, those two extremes? Well, it's definitely a challenge uh, playing and rocking super hard at night and partying and then waking up in the morning to 120 emails that are all pretty complicated, too. Um, and the way we've been able to do it is just looking at your schedule like Tetris and just fitting the blocks in where it's appropriate. And just like in Tetris, sometimes it piles up really, really quickly. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, there's different areas that, that do have to give at certain points. Like I feel like we just finished this album and working with an artist on the design, but also laying out the text and bringing all the little pieces together and mastering it. Um, you know, I'm thinking, oh, wait, we need to book some shows, right? So I'll just make that a priority tomorrow um, and then do something else. But I don't know. What do you think, Fran? I think balancing the performance and also the work side of it is pretty effortless because the performance side comes very naturally to my sister and I because we love playing together. And no matter how tired we are, by the time we hit the stage, once we start playing, it's just so much fun that everything else sort of melts away. Well, let's uh, hear another song. What's up next here? We had um, Unhinged, or Here Comes the Ghost, which is also just kind of an ethereal song. And uh, playing it on WNIJ today was our uh, first time playing a lot of these songs from the new album, and we're super grateful for the opportunity. Well, it's certainly our pleasure as well. This is White Mystery performing Here Comes the Ghost on Sessions from Studio A.
White Mystery performing Unhinged, or Here Comes the Ghost, on sessions from Studio A. Now, Alex, uh, I am looking at uh, that pedal, that uh, your guitar pedal, uh, and it looks uh, custom. Can you tell me about that? So, uh, after playing guitar, you know, I play Rickenbacker through an Orange Amp, been sponsored by Orange Amps for years, very, very serious about guitars, and uh, I love gear. You know, you meet people who love gear, whether it's, you know, vintage preamps for studio guys or mics or um, guitars or whatever it is. And an element that I am really passionate about are fuzz pedals, guitar fuzz, that kind of like chainsaw buzz sound that you hear starting in recordings back in like the late 60s. Like uh, some people say like the kinks all day and all the night was one of the first uh, distorted sounds in rock and roll um, when the Davies brothers cut a hole in the the cone of their speaker to create this distorted sound. But now we have these guitar pedals and the one that I like the most is called the Electro Harmonics Big Muff. And it's a legendary guitar fuzz pedal. There's a lot out there but this one's been around for decades and they started off being handmade in New York and then in Russia and they just have this legacy. So I, I always play a big muff but I kind of like customized it a little bit and other fellow gear nerds who would come to white mystery shows and stand up front would see this goofy looking pedal that I played and just remark that even though we're a two-piece that we got this really full sound. How do you guys do that? And finally, um, Johnny from Daredevil Pedals said, yo, let's put these into production. This is a cool-looking, cool-sounding pedal, and it can be your signature guitar fuzz pedal. So now White Mystery has a signature fuzz pedal called the Firekeeper, and it has a big mouth on it, like a big open mouth, because it just screams. It's this awesome artifact and um, we sold out of the first run so quickly that we realized that we were onto something so right now we're on our second issue of the firekeeper and people can order them from the internet now i want one um let's hear another tune i want to hear another one off the album that you brought um this is off the this is a title track off of the album blood and venom again this is uh, white mystery's second album release Blood and Venom, title track from White Mystery here on Sessions from Studio A. It's what? 
was White Mystery with the title track from one of their earlier albums, Blood and Venom. Again, you'll find links to the artists we feature along with videos and podcasts all at our website. That's WNIJ.org. More of our session with White Mystery coming up as Sessions from Studio A continues from WNIJ in DeKalb. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A, and White Mystery is being featured tonight. And uh, they're in the studio with me now, guys. What's next for songs here? Finger, which is uh, Fran's super hardcore song. It's fun as heck to play. And um, it has explicit lyrics on the CD, but we made it public radio friendly today. Well, we appreciate that. This is White Mystery performing Finger here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm a sick, sick duck, I keep my eyes shut Got a ten lung clean, a ten point butt Cheese in the crust, cheese in the crust I'm a sick, sick duck Gonna wrap you around my finger Mystery performing Finger here on Sessions from Studio A. Now, guys, you were talking about uh, how you toured in Japan. What was that like? Japan was amazing. We can't wait to go back. We played seven shows in seven days from the West Coast to the East Coast of Japan. So we played throughout the entire country. And we took their bullet train, the Shinkansen, um, which was super, super fun way to travel. It was amazing seeing... You know, like the countryside, but also cities zip by from this bullet train. And then every night showing up at a totally different place. You know, sometimes like, for instance, in Hiroshima, we played like an all ages, um, no alcohol DIY spot called Banquet. And then, you know, in Fukuoka, we played like a hardcore like sake bar with like smoking inside. You know, it was just like it varied. It wasn't this like, oh, I know what to expect sort of feeling. It was different every night. And what was super cool was that there would sometimes be five opening bands. So we got to see this like real slice of what's happening in Japanese rock and roll right now. Um, where we get, you know, bands like Guitar Wolf and the King Brothers over here in America, but playing and participating in the local scenes was really eye-opening to see what's going on musically over there. And it had been a goal for us for a long time to tour a third continent. So that was just like an amazing feeling to be welcomed um, in Tokyo and Osaka and Nagoya, like just all of these amazing places. The food was great, of course, too. So So how did the Japanese audience react to the uh, white mystery experience? Did they like it? Yeah, we had a great reaction once once the uh, general populace that we interacted with knew that we weren't really full uh, full of it and that we were passionate about what we do. They welcomed us with open arms. Yeah. People were definitely flipping out during our sets. 
like in Hiroshima, people were just like mm-hmm. losing it, having so much fun. And we just, we we already stick out like sore thumbs in America, like having this big red curly hair. And Francis is super tall. And I'm wondering to myself, how are we going to be accepted into this, you know, different culture? And people were so polite and so respectful to us, you know? It was the children that were really shocked. They were just like... <laughs> mouths agape in wonderment like looking at us it was pretty cool yeah the adults were much more polite and it was cool just like venturing to a new land beyond the european union where we've toured countless countries in the eu more than i can count more times than i can count now too i don't know and then the uk also is just it was so exotic and exciting to be over there and then it was over like a blink of an eye but also required like a lifetime to yes, get through and back yeah that's awesome now i i got to ask and i'm sure you guys get asked this all the time but being brother and sister being on the road for long periods of time together does that make it any easier that you guys are brother and sister absolutely yeah yeah um, we uh You know, we're bound by blood and promises and goals and all of these other things. And we can't really turn our backs on each other. It's just not allowed. And there's just being a a two-piece band, you're outnumbered pretty much everywhere you go. Um, So the fact that we are brother and sister means that we really fight for each other when necessary and look out for each other more than... Even though every band, you sort of become family after you're on the road together with the band, but... It's uh, special being there with my sister. Yeah, like we say, we have the same parents, the same mom and dad to be accountable to. So we, you know, we grew up with parents who were very, very creative and super intelligent, but also disciplinarians for sure. So Francis and I are definitely on the same wavelength about our moral code. And we do take care of each other. It's extremely important because when he's happy, I'm happy and vice versa. So, um, and we each have our own strengths and weaknesses that are unique to each other. So we're able to have a yin-yang dynamic where we can help each other where the other one needs it. All right. Well, let's hear another one of those tracks off the uh, album. This is, uh, again, from Blood and Venom, one of their earlier albums. This is uh, White Mysteries' Smoke on Sessions from Studio A. Looking for some trouble now 
was a track off of White Mysteries' album Blood and Venom. That was Smoke. You're listening to Sessions from Studio A. White Mysteries in the studio with me. And guys, what kind of challenges do you guys face as the group that you are? You know, you're just a two-piece. Um, you're brother and sister. Uh, you're DIY, so you don't have a lot of management. What kind of challenges does that uh, create for you? Getting booked for major national festivals uh, has taken some effort and we're fortunate enough to have been played Riot Fest uh, over the country five times, Denver and Chicago many times. And but getting uh, getting your foot in the door where a booking agency might uh, can prove difficult to get traction sometimes. But it just takes a lot of e- emails, a big network, and a huge dragnet that you just sort of scrape across the bottom of the ocean and hope something comes up. Yeah. So like you know, penetrating the sort of glass ceiling to those major gigantic festivals as an independent band is challenging because you don't have the same entree that someone on a major label who might be um, underwriting that festival does. Um, But at the same time, we are fortunate to have um, played like Red Bull 30 Days in L.A., where we connected with Red Bull because of the Chicago scene, and then we're able to play like a really, really big 30 Days in L.A. fest as a result. And like Fran said, Riot Fest has been super kind to us. And my new challenge has been um, managing these 10 new interns that I've had. I've had two, and then I had three, and then I had four. And now I'm really trying to expand the White Mystery Army and just finding like any, you know, leadership kind of challenge, which is like how to delegate how to give people enough freedom within a a framework so that they can get really creative and have fun, um, you know, working with this entity, which when we talk about white mystery, it's Francis and me, Alex, but it's really a third entity on its own. So we're all striving to make it happy and successful. So that's been my, my challenge. And what kind of positive things are you guys seeing uh, happening here in, in the region? with the music. I mean, the Chicago music scene right now is just incredible. It goes through waves and there's always great bands happening. There's just times where there's such a spike in talent, it's palpable. And there's sometimes like five great shows a night, different places, and you try to hit them all because everyone's so good. Um, So that's definitely been like an upward trend in the quality and quantity of music happening in Illinois. And um, I mean, with the the case of the House Cafe, it was open for a long time, then it closed and it opened again. So we're also seeing like some legendary venues in Chicago close, including the Double Door, apparently, where we've played many times. And we recorded our live disc of Double Dragon at the Double Door. Um, So that happening is interesting. But, you know, the the hope is that it's making way for new um, new opportunities. Um, there's some DIY venues that close in Chicago, but then again, there's others that have been open for years. So we're very lucky in that regard. When you go to LA and New York, there isn't the same apartment concert scene per se. Hmm. So I feel like we have we're lucky with that here in the Midwest. I feel like uh, there's a great friendly competition that exists in the Midwest. Uh, Outside of just like sports like Green Bay, Green Bay and the Bears and the Blackhawks and the Red Wings and Cleveland, the Rust Belt, like outside of any cute rivalries we may have, we all shovel the same snow and get through the <laughs> winter together and push each other bandwise to try and like really outplay each other and inspire each other to get better. So there's a great competition the Midwest has to better ourselves. Yep. Now I want to hear another song here in a minute, but uh, where can folks find your music? People can find White Mystery albums, including the new record Out of Control and the four before it, uh, at your local record store. Also iTunes, Spotify, even Tidal. You can basically find White Mystery on any streaming platform. As well as our website, whitemystery.com. Yep, you can go to whitemystery.com. You can find White Mystery all over YouTube and also Bandcamp. So enjoy it and let us know what you think. Great. Well, I'd love to hear another song. What do you guys want to play next? Last but not least, Cerebellum, which I think is Francis's favorite song on the album. It's about different parts of the brain. So 
you can hear that and a lot more new songs on the new White Mystery album, Out of Control. Outa. Outa Control. Out of Control. Out of Control. Out of Control. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is White Mystery performing Cerebellum on sessions from Studio A. Mystery performing Cerebellum here on Sessions from Studio A. And White Mystery, I want to say thank you very much, guys, for uh, coming out here and performing for us. WhiteMystery.com. Thanks for having us. White Mystery was recorded live in Studio A at WNIJ's studios in DeKalb. Check out podcasts of Sessions episodes on our website, WNIJ.org. You'll also find some videos of performances. Sessions was produced and hosted by yours truly. I'm Carl Nelson. 
If you have a band you'd like to hear on Sessions from Studio A, send us a tweet at SessionsWNIJ. Until next time, this is Sessions from Studio A.